This is the troll patrol. Why? With Justin. Freaking. Welcome to the Troll Patrol live. It's a freaking Pride Month. New countdown, new graphics. Borg, I'm sorry you can't stay, but I love you. Glad you stopped by. Warlord RB. Yes, it's another day in Mass Shooting USA. This is a news show. It happened, or at least I found out about it a little too late for me to start off the show with it. We'll cover the shooting in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which has apparently left at least three people dead. It was in some kind of a medical facility. I saw reports it was a hospital, and I saw another report that said it was a medical complex. So it could have been one of those strip mall type deals. Holy shit! Yeah, zero days since the mass shooting in the U.S. Of course, this comes on the heels of a particularly deadly Memorial Weekend for mass shootings in the United States. We didn't even talk about that yesterday. Meat cakes, what's up? So yeah, mass shootings just throwing off my plans for tonight's show. I'm like, oh, we're going to do the history of pride and we're going to make fun of some bigots and yeah, 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 yeah. No, mass shootings. God damn. You're in Pride Month. Guy Comet. We're going to talk about the... It is a, a... See, you're saying hospital campus. So that's not necessarily a hospital. We We have these weird things in the U.S. where we have like these strip malls that are devoted to like medical subsidiaries. There would be doctor's offices, like private practices in these strip malls. But some of them are attached to hospitals. I know, I know. It's it's, it's hard to explain to somebody who hasn't been to the... You, you have medical strip malls? Yeah, kinda, I guess. Hard to really describe it to someone who's never been here. In this weird, fucked up country of ours. Yeah, they'll, they'll have like a dialysis center. They'll have doctors that are in private practice that aren't attached to the hospital. Some of them will be attached to the hospital. And they're in a practice out on a strip mall somewhere. Weird. It's weird shit. Here in Medical Debt USA. Here in Mass Shooting USA. How many fucking names can I come up with? A bowl might be empty. I was hitting it right after I ate. Hopefully I won't. If you notice the the pride flag moving up top, uh, all of my graphics in the last year or so have been like moving graphics, but I had to uh, change because they're like two huge videos. The the opening video and then the, the overlay. Sometimes I have to change... To a static image on this screen until I hit this screen where you see your meme. I might have to do that if uh, if the countdown starts giving me issues, but everything seemed to go smooth tonight. I wanted I wanted the flag to be waving. Bargles wants a a flag to be waving in the background of the freak show. Done, done. I did that last night. 
theme of the day. I don't want my kids learning about trans stuff. Unless we're making fun of it, then it's fine. We're gonna mock some bigots tonight. We're gonna make some. We're gonna make fun of some dumb fucks. Marjorie Taylor Greene had some stupid shit to say about the monkeypox. Well, we're gonna we're gonna learn how to think like a leftist from J.P. Sears. Uh, last year, my graphics were the updated triangle flag, sir, sir. This year, I used the traditional pride flag just to just to furl in the wind. What do you do? You think I don't uh, that I'm not inclusive of trans rights around here? Come on. New South Park last night, where everyone in South Park was calling Randy Marsh Karen. <laughs> he like he calls the police. They're like, "Oh no, it's Karen again." <laughs> Oh, fuck. Cracked me up. Because he was indeed acting like a Karen. Randy's one of my favorite characters, but uh, he's been acting like a Karen lately. Yes, we're going to talk about goddamn Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. We're going to get the breakdown. I watched it just as soon as uh, it came out. I'm a huge South Park fan. That was that was like the the end of my my birthday week. I celebrated my birthday all week. It ended with a new South Park. It was a special on on Paramount Plus or whatever, and they made fun of themselves for being on Paramount Plus. It was very self aware, as most South Park episodes are. Of course, the return of Man Bear Pig. I really enjoyed that. Oh, uh, we're gonna hear from the quartering. Because who? the first thing I thought was like, I want a right-winger's take on the whole Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing. And I want somebody that's, you know, uh, one foot in the MRA realm. So I'm like, Jeremy from the quartering. That's exactly who we need to hear from on this one. We're going to get the quartering's reaction to the verdict. And we're going to read a very uh, sound piece by Monica Lewinsky. We're all guilty. We're all guilty. Talking about unions tonight, Amazon workers actually walked out, walked out of their Camden facility. Starbucks and Amazon unions are leading the way for unionization in this country. We're going to talk about Raven Software winning their union vote, but how uh, it's going to take a lot to change the culture at Blizzard. The UAW has accused GM of interference in union business. Jamie Dimon, the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, has dire warnings of an economic hurricane. You're never going to guess what caused him to say that. The U.S. government is going to stop giving banks so much free money. And that is what Jamie Dimon has his panties in a wad about. As I mentioned earlier, it was a deadly weekend. Memorial weekend here in the United States. Here in Mass Shooting USA. 
talk about the... I think it was like more than 10. More than 10 mass shootings over the weekend. Of course, the newest one just breaking in the last couple of hours. A shooting at a hospital campus in Tulsa, Oklahoma. At least three people are dead. Uh, I do believe that is not an ongoing situation. The gunman is dead. Yeah, again, again, going on the last couple of hours, a shooting at a hospital campus in Oklahoma. As I was explaining to Warlord, not sure if it's an adjacent medical uh, strip mall like we have here in the U.S. or if it's the actual hospital that a shooter went into. Marjorie Taylor Greene has dumb shit to say. I can't wait for that. But first, starting it off tonight, it is Pride Month, so Nick Kangadis, Kangadis, Nick Kangadis, Nick Kangadis, I have no clue who this asshole is, but he's got some pride for us. Things that need to be said, I got some pride for ya. From MRC TV on Rumble. Yes, I did just go to Rumble and find one of the dumbest fucks I could find saying some shit about Pride Month to start off this show. It's Pride Month. Now, it used to be about gay pride, but since they've added so many letters and colors to the rainbow that they hijacked from the rest of society, they hijacked. It's just Pride Month now. But I noticed something. For people that always claim to be the most inclusive people ever, They exclude the largest sexual orientation on earth. That being said, if you're part of... Oh, I'm sorry. Do straight people... Are are they feeling left out of Pride Month? Because, like, I've seen a lot of uh, people talk about allies coming to Pride Month, especially this year, where uh, with the... Tensions in this country, as high as they are, it's ever more important for allies to be at Pride to show that we have strength in numbers. Yet, I You guys already have straight Pride Month. It's every other fucking month of the year, you asshole. Of the at least 94% of the population that enjoys the company of the only other gender that exists besides your own, it's time to celebrate straight Pride. The Alphabet Mafia be damned. Hey, motherfucker, I am almost certain you've jacked off to some gay porn. Secret in the conservative movement, things that need to be said. For MRC TV, I'm Nick Kangatis. Really quick, I'd love it if all of you could head on over to Rumble and subscribe to our channel, and no matter where you watch our... Sir, I'm not one to talk about other people's appearances, especially when it comes to teeth, because I'm self-conscious about my own teeth, but you may want to lay off those cigars. You may want to lay off those cigars. They are not good for your tooth health, sir. Also, you're looking kind of overweight. That is going to contribute to heart disease our videos please share like and don't be afraid to leave a comment i love to read what you guys have to say and i couldn't do what i do without- i do not read what anyone has to say on rumble about my videos we're inundated with rainbows glitter clothes that don't fit and whatever the hell this is supposed to represent
I believe that's supposed to represent the BDSM community. Oh my god, mean. <laughs> and much like if you're white, you're not allowed to say that you're proud of being straight, despite the meaning of pride being that you shouldn't be ashamed of who you are. Well, I'm not when, ashamed of when, being When have straight people been persecuted for the fact that they're straight, you asshole? Do you not understand the meaning of pride? And we're going to get to that, by the way, in the history. In fact, I thought I'd kick off Pride Month by sharing a few of my favorite things about being a straight male. As if you've had pussy before, sir. I doubt you can even look at your oh, dick. Ladies. Don't give away my favorite thing about When's the last time you've seen that little fucking now, thing? For all the ladies out there, I'm sorry that I'm not going to be flashing pictures of scantily clad firemen or dudes wearing nothing more than a bow tie and a banana hammock. I can only speak to what I love about being a straight male. And if we go by woke philosophy, I'm not allowed to speak about anything. You're allowed to say whatever the fuck you want. For the gays, you dumbass, who's stopping you? Be offended by someone conveying what they love about their own human experience well you're all just gonna have to stop being bigots and show a little tolerance so where do we begin well what's the number one reason that i'm straight women i love women so much that sometimes i refer to myself as a lesbian i'm gay oh my god you're so funny oh ho, ho. What isn't there to love? I mean what else besides women can frustrate a man to no end three days ago I loathed you. I used to dream about you getting hit by a cab or poisoned. Oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah, I told you to stop talking. And the man still chases after and wants to protect them. Sir, sir, I am not straight, and I can assure you I've had far more pussy than you have ever had in your life. Just saying. But I didn't realize any of this until I was standing alone in a barn. Wifeless. I even remember a time when the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue didn't feature either a dude masquerading as a woman or an unhealthy woman masquerading as the literal picture of health. What happened? Wow! Wow! This motherfucker! This fat ass right here is gonna talk about the gorgeous young lady that was on the cover of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition. This fat fuck right here. He is sweating profusely trying to get through this piece. Masquerading as a woman or an unhealthy woman masquerading. Unhealthy. Talk about unhealthy. What happened to featuring women like Cindy Crawford? What's your BMI, you asshole? Or Tyra Banks or Marissa Miller or Brooklyn Decker or Kate Upton. Now, all women who would not touch you with a 10 foot pole. I honestly wouldn't have known that she's a singer. I swear to God, I thought her claim to fame was clapping her butt cheeks together on Instagram and being held up as some kind of current standard of beauty. Absurd! Nothing wrong with a woman with more meat on their bones. God bless you ladies and I love you too. But as a fellow large person, I'm under no illusion that I'm the previously mentioned picture of health. Now, moving on, another great thing about being straight, not that I know from experience yet, is the ability to naturally create life. I have two nieces and I can- There is not a woman on the planet that would sleep with your ugly ass. I can only imagine if they were my own. Hold on, come out. You <laughs> sure, 
Kids can get on your last nerve, but they're kids. Most times they don't know any better, and they surprise you every now and then and say something particularly funny or profound. Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. I didn't used to be someone who wanted kids, but I understand the appeal now. And, and now and now you can't find a woman that would dare open her legs for you. Quality of life. And here's the kicker. If they happen to be gay or a lesbian, I wouldn't love them any less. I just know that if they want to have children of their own... But you, you sure seem now, like you would be bigoted towards your own children. Overly critical. I want the truth! Well, this well, that's not even the fact that he keeps chomping on a cigar. You know, sometimes a cigar is a cigar. Truth that needs to be said. And so I don't take up too much more of your time. I'm only going to list one more of my favorite things about being straight. Simply being a disgusting straight dude. And here's the thing. I've had friends that are gay. You, and you certainly are a disgusting straight dude. Straight guys tell for no other reason than funny as this, funny. this has but been nothing but like, well, I'm complaining because I'm not the center of attention right now. Straight white man is not the center of attention during pride month. So I gotta get up here and do a seven minute piece about how my feelings are hurt. About being a straight dude that is simply unmatched and I can't quite figure it out. And here's where all the ladies will probably say, typical man, but ladies. There ain't any ladies watching you, you're on Rumble. Is being attracted to you. Now, I've said a variation of this over the years that perfectly illustrates my perspective of being a straight man. However, there is only- if, if, if the qualification for being a straight woman is being attracted to you, no wonder there are so many people at the fucking Pride Festivals! <laughs> only one. Straight man that I disappointingly forgot to mention in a previous video that can explain perfectly why I could never be gay. I don't see how a guy lays on the beach, looks at another guy's hairy ass and says, oh yeah. Oh, unbelievable. Happy straight pride month, everybody. So. What? For some reason, like, I've had girlfriends that wanted to eat my hairy ass, and I have no fucking clue why. So, I don't think it has anything to do with gay or straight. It has to do with the love that you have for somebody else. You fucking idiot. Oh, and then, of course, uh, I've been trolling Steven Crowder today. Happy Pride Month, or as I'd like to call it, Corporate Cash Grab Month. Where companies push fake virtue signaling just to make money off of the LGBTQQIAAP people. Fuck off, Steven Crowder. If you don't know about the history of Pride, I think somebody should introduce the history to you by throwing a brick at your face. Because Pride Month is definitely not about woke corporations trying to capitalize on the majority of people. What are the origins of Pride Month and who should we thank for the LGBTQ celebration? This is a neat little piece in the USA Today. Gay rights have come a long way in the U.S., but the LGBTQ community still faces threats in the form of legislation, discrimination, and even violence. 
1969, New York City police raided Stonewall Inn, a gay bar in Greenwich Village. Riots broke out, sparking six days of violent protests. And to be clear, they didn't just raid it one day. They were constantly raiding Stonewall. It was a popular uh, gay hangout, also uh, a thriving trans community. Known as the Stonewall Riots. Days after the Stonewall Uprising, LGBTQ rights demonstrations took place in New York. This is generally considered the first major demonstration for gay rights. One year later in 1970 came the first Pride Marches. Eight years after that, the iconic six-striped rainbow flag was created at the request of activist Harvey Milk and became the stamp of Pride. In 2015 came another milestone. The Supreme Court legalized same-sex marriage nationwide. But this didn't mean the end of discrimination. LGBTQ Americans still face legalized discrimination when it comes to housing, jobs, healthcare, parenting, and even... And you know what what upsets me about this video? I didn't watch it beforehand. Is the lack of mentioning Marsha P. Johnson. Inspiring life of activist and drag queen Marsha P. Johnson. From a magazine called Tatler. I'm going to post it in the... Passionate advocate for gay rights, Marsha was an instrumental figure in the Stonewall Uprising. Pride Month has coincided with an impassioned resurgence of the Black Lives Matter movement in the wake of the murder of George Floyd by a white police officer. It feels all the more pertinent, therefore, to reflect on the life of the trailblazing Marsha P. Johnson, a dedicated activist for gay liberation who created a safe space for black and Latino LGBTQIA youth in New York. I highly recommend reading up on Marsha P. Johnson, and I hate that she was whitewashed from the history as USA Today was covering it. Prison. Many states still lack laws banning discrimination based on sexual orientation, and bills that would curtail gay rights keep appearing. In 2018, more than 100 bills were proposed that the human rights campaign considered anti-LGBTQ. Examples include religious freedom acts, religious exemptions, and transgender bathroom laws. In 2020, at least 44 transgender people were killed, most of whom were transgender women and people of color. These fatalities were reported in 18 states and Puerto Rico and across 32 cities and towns. And a a football player, I believe it was a football player in Virginia, just got off. Just got off scot-free in a trial where they killed a transgender person. And in 2021, state legislatures across the country saw more than 250 new anti-LGBTQ laws, many of which targeted transgender youth. Unfortunately, I don't think this piece mentions Marsha P. Johnson either. Start of LGBTQ Pride Month, it is important to remember the roots of, of the activism where it all began. LGBTQ Pride Month is celebrated each year in June to commemorate the Stonewall Uprising of 1969, which served as the catalyst for the modern LGBTQ rights movement. Pride Month is recognized in countries all around the world. Parades, marches, and a variety of events are held in June to celebrate LGBTQ people and culture. The NYC Pride March, the marquee event in New York City, is set for June 26th. 
It is considered the largest Pride Parade in the United States. In addition to celebrations, Pride Month is also a time to honor the legacy of LGBTQ rights and activism. The Stonewall Uprising, also known as the Stonewall Riots, resulted from the frustration LGBTQ people felt about the harassment and discrimination they faced from the police and the law. New York City's sodomy laws in the 1960s made it illegal for LGBTQ people to be open about their lives. Gay bars in the city often experienced raids from police who would harass and arrest people engaging in illegal behavior. The Stonewall riots began in response to a police raid at the Stonewall Inn, a popular gay bar in Greenwich Village in the early morning of June 28, 1969. Police officers surprised the bar's patrons by coming in to make arrests. But the raid didn't go as planned for police. Instead of dispersing after police shut down the bar, Stonewall Inn patrons and neighborhood residents congregated outside. The crowd grew angry in response to police actions, and the situation escalated as protesters started yelling chants and throwing objects, like bricks, at officers. Called in backup and attempted to clear the crowd from outside the bar, but it eventually sparked rioting in the streets, lasting into the morning. Riots and demonstrations continued in Greenwich Village over the next several days until July 3rd. Wall uprising led to the creation of multiple gay activist groups in the United States and inspired movements around the world in the fight for LGBTQ equality. Viewed as a momentous event in the fight for gay liberation, the Stonewall Riots have been commemorated with an annual march since 1970. The Stonewall Inn was designated as a national monument by President Barack Obama in 2016 to honor the LGBTQ equality movement. ACAB indeed, and we're going to get into that. But first, more bigots. Let's mock some more bigots. This is a right-wing asshole by the name of Dr. Steve Turley. I found him on Rumble. Echoing the sentiment of many right-wing assholes. Stephen Crowder, as I like to call it, corporate cash grab month. Hey, honey, we live in a capitalist society. Every month is corporate cash grab month, you dumb fuck. It's weird that you don't make the same critique when it comes to Christmas, do you? Are retailers hijacking Christmas and the Christian beliefs? Huh? Is 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 Christmas a corporate cash grab? Is is uh fucking breast cancer awareness month when every fucking corporation changes their logo to pink? Also a corporate cash grab? Yes, sir. Yes. It's called late stage capitalism and it sucks. You don't get to make this critique though. Ah, but Dr. Steve Turley on Rumble also echoing the same thing Elon Musk did. By the way, Tesla tweeted out how they're celebrating Gay Pride Month. Their rainbow-colored Tesla. Elon Musk mocked, mocked corporations doing exactly what his corporation did. Elon Musk mocks woke corporations celebrating Pride Month. We're going to see for ourselves the rank hypocrisy behind the so-called rainbow capitalism. We're going to see how more and more corporations are beginning to abandon it. And make sure to stick with me to the very end of this video when I'll reveal why the days of woke corporations are indeed coming 
to an end. You're not going to want to miss this. Greetings, patriots all across the globe. Dr. Steve here with you, your patriot professor. The fuck are you a doctor in? He's crazy. And it's certainly not thugonomics. You know what to do. Make sure to smack that bell and subscribe button. Let's start with the video chat question of the day. Which corporation do you think is the most shameless when it comes to woke capitalism? Let us know what you think in the comments below. Which corporation do you think is the most woke? I don't I don't think any corporation is woke. Interesting reading for sure and very relevant given how more and more And very relevant. Calling out the rank hypocrisy of these corporations. People talk about my cadence and shit and the way I talk, and sometimes I do catch myself. It's called jock mouth, where you talk like a 70s radio jock. And, like, I understand that I do it, too. Like, even in my normal speaking voice when I'm talking to people, this guy has got it really fucking bad, and he is annoying the shit out of me with the way he I'm going to show you exactly how. But first, I introduced you a couple of weeks ago to an amazing traditionalist company called Old Country Soap. And boy, did you guys respond. For those of you who don't know, you're going to absolutely love... So this is virtue signaling towards his fucking conservative audience. This is conservative capitalism. It's the same fucking shit. He's doing exactly... Ingredients without what he is mocking the woke corporations for doing. It's insane. It's insane. These people don't understand. Bentonite clay. You look like a fucking moron. Dry and sensitive skin. It's known for its healing properties that helps with psoriasis and eczema. Good Lord. We know that your audience needs help with their sensitive skin. Alone is unbelievable. Click on that link below right now. For limited time, you're going to get an exclusive for a limited time code Turley, and they're even going to throw in a free shower enhancing exfoliation soap bag with every purchase. So don't wait. Click on that link below or visit oldcountrysoap.com. All this right. dude looks like he needs some fucking soap. Musk is once again doing what he does best, and that, of course, is triggering woke leftists. Nobody is triggered. It is so wild. I saw Elon's fucking tweet because Twitter showed it to me, even though I don't follow Elon Musk. But, like, it's you guys. It's you guys. Fucking the reason why Elon decided he was going to go over to the right-wing side was because you guys give him, like, fucking billions in free press. All you got to do is come out and and try to mock leftists or so-called liberals. And the right-wing media machine will just amplify your fucking message for free. It's insane. The latest contention involves a tweet that Musk sent out the other day mocking corporations for using what some are calling rainbow capitalism during Pride Month as an obvious ploy to try to maximize their profits. The tweet highlights... And the weird thing is, is it doesn't fucking work. ...where a man looks into his cameras... Those of us who are actually celebrating Pride Months are pretty far on the left. 
corporate and we don't give a shit about corporations to push rainbow capitalism by putting LGBT colors and other paraphernalia in their marketing so you can see YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and Spotify and Quora. And the Troll Patrol is all rainbowed out. Right by Musk at the hypocritical and frankly deceptive practices of these corporations. In many ways, what Musk is doing here is uh, leveling a comparable criticism to that of Vivek Ramaswamy's Woke Incorporated inside corporate America's social justice scam. Some of you may have read that very good expose of what's really behind so-called woke capitalism basic thesis let me let me explain to you what's behind so-called woke capitalism those of us on the left or the center left are the majority of the people in the country capitalism (laughs) causes corporations to try to market to the most people possible you're upset about cap. There is no woke capitalism. Rainbow capitalism. It's just capitalism. They're trying to capture the biggest audience that they can or the biggest market share that they can. And guess what? Most people are inclusive and not stuck up idiots like yourself. This is the book is that when all is said and done, this book is a cash grab and a scam. Anti-racist employee training seminars, white fragility human resource seminars, publicly promote gender diversity, pledge to curtail their greenhouse gas emissions, all the woke causes you can think of. Those corporations that push this stuff actually are in all likelihood not interested at all. And actually, Of course not. They're interested in making the most money. It's a marketing thing. This is Capitalism 101, you stupid fuck. With feigned ethical concerns in an attempt to maximize the one thing they actually do care about, which is their profits. They're That's so- capitalism. They're merely a self-interested scam. All these corporations ultimately care about is profits. And uh, they were sold on the idea that pushing woke causes gives their companies the appearance of a moral high ground in the far left world of social media. But in no these companies don't give a rip about this stuff. A perfect example of that deceptive hypocrisy is the way these woke corporations, literally every single one of them, remove any and all pride displays in their marketing and advertising when it comes to the Middle East, especially Saudi Arabia. If you visit the Middle East or Arabia Twitter pages for corporations like Coca-Cola, Mercedes-Benz. Okay, and your point is. Yes, YouTube. You'll find that their woke commitments, their fidelity to all things progressive. I don't know why that is such a gotcha. Inexplicably shut down. No rainbow flag. No. Oh, because they're marketing to religious fanatics, which is what you want them to do here. Towards equality and human rights. You want them to market to the religious fanatics here. Now, you would think that nations that still impose the death penalty on homosexuals would be precisely the kind of countries you would want exposed to your social justice crusades, but not if you're the hip. But it's not a social justice crusade. It's just marketing. Pointed out. This dude doesn't have anything to fucking say, and there's still another five minutes. There, There is more of this video left than what we've already watched. Jesus Christ, you're an idiot, dude. You're an idiot. Ah, uh, yes. Social media. Social media where, where voices like his get amplified. 
and and channels like mine lose subscribers over the last month. I lost four subscribers over the last month. While my watch time has gone steadily up. Weird how that works. Oh, God. Continuing with our highlighting of Pride Month. Here is Marjorie Taylor Greene <laughs> talking about monkeypox. That monkeypox is really only transmitted mostly through gay sex because that really is the truth about monkeypox. But you know what? That is not satisfying for these folks. They have to make it scary. It is transmitted through skin-to-skin contact. It can happen during straight sex. It can happen during contact that isn't sex at all. Just, just to be perfectly clear on what's going on. And they've been monitoring your social media site because that's what they do. And you guys don't have enough monkey emojis. That's why I'm telling you, you've got to up your game. So they have been editing their website to make monkeypox much more frightening. To, to explain to you that you anyone could catch it. Monkeypox can clearly jump from person to person. I mean, monkeys jump from tree to tree. Clearly, the monkey... Fantastic analogy, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Monkeys jump from tree to tree. That's why it's called monkeypox, because it jumps from person to person. Monkeypox virus is going to jump person to person without the gay sex. That's what they're telling you now. So, (laughs) this is insane. Okay. (laughs) I hope you catch monkey, but ma'am, you're a swinger. You're a swinger. You're a swinger. Would you like me to point it out one more time? You're a swinger. I hope you catch monkeypox. Monitoring your social media site because that's what they do. And you guys don't have enough monkey emojis. That's why I'm telling you, you've got to up your game. So they have been editing their website to make monkeypox much more frightening. To, to explain to you that you anyone could catch it. Monkeypox can clearly jump from person to person. I mean, monkeys jump from tree to tree. Clearly, the monkeypox virus is going to jump person to person without the gay sex. That's what they're telling you now. So, <laughs> yes, that's the way it's always been transmitted. <laughs> right wingers are morons. All right, so, anyways. It's enough of the monkeypox. We'll keep updating you on what you need to know about monkey. We need a t-shirt, guys. We're going to get a monkeypox t-shirt, and that'll be right up with all the MTG apparel that you need to have. I'll make sure that we have that made as quick as possible. And where where is the bitching about conservative capitalism? I'm going to have a t-shirt with monkeypox on it. We're going to have it up there next to the MTG fucking merchandise. God damn. She is so incredibly dumb. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? I wish these people could feel embarrassment. She was that was uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, wasn't it? She had like a uh, like an anti-aircraft rifle, and there was like a car that said socialism on it. 
And, like, if I remember correctly, like, there was something she was doing wrong with that rifle when she was shooting it. Like, people were pointing out, like, uh, that's not, that's not good gun safety. Oh, fucking shit. More pride events are banning police from parades. Good. Good. Organizers of LGBTQ pride marches across the U.S. are telling local police departments they can't officially march in annual parades. Yearly pride events typically are times for police to march and network with LGBTQ community members, but police shootings of black Americans and the historic fact that Stonewall was a riot against over-policing have organizers reconsidering officer participation, as we went over earlier. Pride events that maintain a high-profile police presence are creating tension between LGBTQ members who support the Black Lives Matter movement and some pride boards made of predominantly white volunteers who want police participating in events. San Francisco Police Officers Pride Alliance recently announced they would not march in this year's parade because pride organizers have banned them from wearing their uniforms. Exactly! You're not banned from coming and being a part of Pride! You're just not allowed to wear your fucking pig uniform. Nobody wants to see that shit there. There are kids present. Nobody wants to see that shit there. Especially after this past week and the bullshit from the Uvalde Police Department. I think people are actually starting to turn against the police. The CNN tried to obtain a interview. Funerals now underway in Uvalde. The community wanting answers. With the school district police chief who was apparently sworn in to the city council yesterday. New this morning. We are hearing from the school district police chief. He is under scrutiny for his response to that mass shooting. Stephanie Whitfield is live with new information out just this morning. Stephanie. What up, Stephanie? There's a lot to cover on this still developing story, especially since the information continues to change. While DPS says the Uvalde... The information keeps continuing to change, and we're going to go through the different claims by police and the retracted statements they have made. The, The information keeps changing because the cops have been lying from the beginning. And there is plenty of speculation that perhaps the cops actually shot a kid. And that's one of the things they're trying to cover up now. We know they got a kid shot. We know their incompetence got a kid shot. There is speculation that they actually killed one of the children. LDCISD police chief hasn't responded to them recently. Chief Pete Arredondo is telling CNN today, quote, he is in contact with DPS every day. The community of Uvalde is demanding answers about mistakes made during the elementary school massacre. DPS says school district police chief Pete Arredondo made the call not to take out the gunman right away because he believed no more children were at risk. The chief speaking to a senior reporter this morning. How do you explain we're gonna be, yourself? To we're going to be respectful to the family. I understand and, that, but and, you have an opportunity. Point, oh, and sure, and we're, to and we're gonna, yourself to the parents. And just so you know, we're going to we're going to do that eventually. Obviously, when? another major question has been how a gunman made it inside, despite security measures meant to prevent such a thing from happening. The exterior door. They tried to blame it on one of the teachers, and that's what this motherfucker's doing right now. 
The exterior door, we now know, is a fucking lie. They verified that the woman did indeed pull the door back together. She's had to hire a lawyer. Suspected of what the, where we knew the, the shooter entered, Ramos, was propped open by a teacher. Days after this no. conference, DPS now tells us that information was wrong, saying a review of additional video footage shows the teacher moving the rock she'd used to prop the door open, closing it. For some reason, it didn't lock like it was supposed to. This as authorities face criticism for both the changing accounts of what they say happened and the delayed response to the shooting. Now, more than a week later, a spokesperson for DPS says the CISD police chief hasn't responded to our request for a follow-up interview made several days ago. Just so everybody knows, we've been in contact with DPS every day, just so you all know. That's not what DPS is saying. DPS is saying you're ducking them now. ...to a seat on the Uvalde City Council last month before this mass shooting. He tells CNN he was sworn in last night privately out of respect to the families. Sherman, back to you. Out of respect right, to the families Thank because you. you are an incompetent fuck and you have no business being in a position of power in that town. Period. End of story. You should resign immediately. You gigantic piece of shit. Also, nobody has been fired yet. Nobody has been fired. That entire police department should get their walking papers. Jesus. Uvalde shooting details that officials have retracted. Go over a list of the details that they have retracted. Texas authorities have relayed, then later retracted multiple key details about the school shooting at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas, that killed 19 kids and two teachers and injured at least 17 people last week. And I've seen right-wingers blame this on the media. Oh, the media misreported it. No, the cops lied. The cops lied. Get it straight. State authorities' disordered account of the shooting comes as they and local police face criticism and questioning on why it took so long for officers to confront and stop the gunman. 75 minutes. The shooter locked himself inside two connected fourth grade classrooms with teachers and students at Robb Elementary School. New details about the mass shootings typically emerge as investigators synthesize evidence they've gathered and release vetted information. Even elected Texas officials have said they were initially given bad information that they relayed publicly, creating confusion for the public. Such contradictions could cause the public to lose trust in information provided by law enforcement officials and may contribute to misinformation surrounding mass shootings. Texas Governor Greg Abbott said last week that he was initially misled on the timeline and the events of the shooting uh, and that he was livid. He's not going to stand for it. The Department of Justice announced on Sunday that it is reviewing local law enforcement's response to the shooting to provide an independent account of law enforcement actions and responses that day. Here are the details Texas officials have backtracked on. Texas authorities first said the school's hired resource officer confronted the gunman before he gained access to the school. Later that week, Texas Department of Public Safety Director Steve, uh, Stephen McCrow backtracked that detail saying that the resource officer was not on campus when the shooting uh, when shooting near the school was first reported but immediately proceeded to the scene. He also said the resource officer drove past the shooter and instead confronted a teacher after arriving on campus. What? 
Remember, the original reports said that he was injured. That he exchanged gunfire with the shooter and was injured. But now they're saying he drove past the shooter and confronted a teacher? Crawl previously said the gunman entered the school through a door that had been propped open by a teacher before the shooting started. But Texas Department of Public Safety spokesperson Travis uh, Conzadine said Tuesday that investigators determined the teacher had propped open the door before the shooting with a rock, but removed it after hearing gunshots outside and closed the door, but it did not lock. Considine said authorities are now investigating why the door did not lock. Authorities initially said the gunman was wearing body armor throughout the shooting. Later said he was wearing a plate carrier vest that did not have ballistic plates inside of it. They'll change their account on how long the shooter was outside the school before entering. Dr. Escalon, a regional director at the Texas Department of Public Safety, said last week that the shooter, after crashing his vehicle in a ditch near the school, was outside of the building for 12 minutes before entering and locking himself in the classrooms. But McCraw uh, said later that week that the shooter inside of the school, that the, shoot, the shooter was inside of the school within five minutes of crashing his vehicle. Craw initially said that law enforcement who first arrived on campus after gunfire was reported did engage immediately with the shooter and did not contain him in the classrooms. Craw later said that though three, uh, though three police officers entered the building only minutes after the shooter, he was already locked inside the classrooms firing rounds. Two of those officers were injured with grazing gunshot wounds after they approached one of the doors to the connected classrooms. While the on-scene commander did not consider the school to be under an active shooter situation, McCraw said last week that on-scene commander, the one we just heard from, made the wrong decision by not breaching the classrooms where the gunman was uh, with students and teachers sooner. He said the commander considered the gunman to be a barricaded subject rather than an active shooter despite multiple 911 calls from inside the classrooms over roughly 40 minutes. Remember, they were on the phone with the young girl we heard from uh, last night. They knew there were children alive in there. They are are trying to cover their asses. The first 911 call was made by a student at 12.03 p.m. on May 24th. McCross said there were 19 police officers in a hallway outside the classroom. The same student made two more 911 calls just minutes after the first call and advised the operator that multiple people inside one of the classrooms were dead, but several students were still alive. The shooter was inside the school for around 80 minutes before one of the doors to the classrooms was unlocked by a team of Border Patrol tactical agents around 12.50, and the gunman was killed according to the timeline provided by McCraw. Fucking assholes. And I think we can all sympathize with this grandfather that I'm getting ready to show you yelling at the fucking cops. Put them down. Come on. Come on. We're going to take you for a few minutes. Oh, yeah. Even he pointed out I've just been here for a few minutes, but here you guys are. You didn't show up just in a few minutes uh, at the shooting on May 24th. Wait, wait. 
I'm gonna show you something. You know what I'm gonna show you? No, no, wait, no, no, wait. I got a knife. No, no, no. Pull your gun out. I'm not gonna kill anybody. Yep, and they're grabbing for their guns. Where's your guns? Yeah, let's see how brave you all are with your guns against a knife. I'm sorry, dude. I wish I could go give you a big hug. Fuck these pigs. That's my great granddaughter. Where were you people were when she was there at the cash in the room? Because they don't give a shit. Cops are useless. Cops are useless. Grand jury has indicted the Buffalo shooting suspect on a charge of terrorism. Grand jury on Wednesday charged the 18-year-old accused of shooting and killing 10 people in a Buffalo, New York supermarket with domestic terrorism motivated by hate and 10 counts of first-degree murder. Grand jury previously charged the suspected gunman with one count of first-degree murder but was continuing its investigation into the May 14th shoot. It was just 10 days later. And remember, we've, we've got several mass shootings we haven't even reported on on this show yet. Shooting, which is also being investigated by the FBI, is a hate crime in a case of racially motivated violent extremism. Suspect Peyton Gendron from Conklin, New York, is set to be arraigned in Erie County Court on Thursday, according to the AP. He is indeed a terrorist. Total, the indictment contains 25 counts, including attempted murder as a hate crime. Gendron previously pleaded not guilty to the single first-degree murder charge. He said Gendron drove more than 200 miles from Conklin to Buffalo a day before the shooting to scope out the... Apparently, he made several trips. And that he did so trying to find the place where he could kill as many black people as possible. So, absolutely a terrorist, and this absolutely was a hate crime. As I mentioned, it was a deadly weekend here in Mass Shooting USA. Nine killed, more than 60 injured in Memorial Day weekend mass shootings. It doesn't pay because eventually it's going to catch up with you. Over 70 years, Mamie Hayes has watched crime in Philadelphia worsen. I say about 60 when the, when the crack cocaine came out, all of that. When Ronald Reagan flooded the streets with crack in a twofold attempt to take down the inner cities, flooding them with crack and then cracking down with cops. Then that's when it really started getting terrible. She's waiting outside Temple University's trauma center for a family member, feeling relieved that person is not one of the dozens of people shot, some killed over the weekend, including four young people overnight at 29th and Tioga Avenue. Philadelphia police saying a teenage girl and a young woman did not survive. Other victims include a nine-year-old boy killed, a four-year-old hurt when he was shot. It was 
always a code that you didn't shoot women and children. In total, PPD says 15 shootings over the weekend killed 12 people, hurt 14. The homicide count in Philly is now 206. It still boils down. There have been more mass shootings than there have been days in this year. Guns, parents, check your children's rooms. These children, we ain't even halfway through the year yet. God damn. Uh, the COO of big calls for gun control after last week's massacre in Uvalde, Texas. Shots rang out across the country over the Memorial Day weekend, with more than a dozen mass shootings in the span of 72 hours. According to the Gun Violence Archive, which tracks shootings in the United States, there were at least 14 mass shootings in the country over the weekend from early Saturday until late Monday. Guys, I know you were excited to celebrate my birthday, but come on, you didn't have to go out firing guns. No reason to go out with guns blazing for Justin's birthday. And of course, the latest tragedy, which was breaking as I was coming on for this stream, four killed, updated four killed now, in a shooting at a Tulsa hospital. The gunman is also dead. Uh, this is live. Let me let me read you the story, and then we'll go to the live scene. Four people were killed as a gunman opened fire inside an Oklahoma hospital on Wednesday. The gunman, described as a man 35 to 40 years old and armed with a rifle and handgun, was also killed, according to Tulsa Deputy Chief Eric Dalgiesh. Sorry I fucked your name up, but more than likely I have no respect for you. Deputy Chief. He appeared to have died from a self-inflicted gunshot. So once again, the cops didn't even kill the motherfucker. He took himself out. Multiple people were injured in the gunfire, which erupted shortly before 5 p.m. inside a medical building at St. Francis Hospital in Tulsa. The victims appeared to be a combination of patients and employees. The shooting appears to have occurred inside an orthopedic facility on the building's second floor. Gunman and his motive have not been identified. So let's go to the live scene right now. Tomorrow, but right now the scene, I mean, police are still heavily on scene. The roads are still closed. So if you are trying to get home tonight, you still have to use those alternate routes. This happened between two and three hours ago. Down at 81st or 71st. Um, There's still a big police presence, though. I mean, we've, as you can see behind. Well, it's an active crime scene, ma'am. We've still got Tulsa fire. We've got undercover vehicles. We've got uh, marked vehicles, Uh, even though it's, it's three hours. It's been three hours that we have been on the air sharing this information. And this is still what the scene looks like after it's somber. And she she is clearly shaken up by this. She has never reported on a on the side here crying story of this magnitude. She's also on national television right now and she probably knows that. Um, so that's just this is what the scene is like right now, still somber and still heavily active. 
Amanda, thank you. Definitely a heartbreaking and tragic scene out there. Absolutely. We do have some new information that we have just learned. Now, we have mentioned, of course, we've been following this since 5 o'clock, the active shooter situation that has happened here in Tulsa. We've also told you about the situation in Muskogee, where Muskogee police posted on their Facebook page and alerting people that they had been informed by Tulsa police that there was a bomb in a home there and people were to shelter in place until they could check out the situation. We have now just learned that the two situations are in fact connected and that law enforcement there is awaiting a search warrant so they can actively go into that residence and find out more information. Well connect them to what has happened here in Tulsa. And of course, our Jeanette Quesada is out there actively talking with officers as they work, as they get this warrant to go into that house. But of course, we are learning that these two... I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I always have to be bringing you bad news, but like, hey... We also have now is the safest time to be alive ever. Just remember that. I know we're we're constantly dealing with with shit ass news. You know, we also heard from. But still, violent crime is at historical lows. The specific timeline of what happened, and we have also heard from the St. Francis. And that's one of the reasons why these these incidents. Naomi and I were telling you about some of the things that he said, but are so shocking because it is one of the safest times to be alive. Believes in the power of prayer. And there is nothing. Oh, fuck off! The power of prayer! My ass! You dumb fuck! The loved ones and the victims of this senseless Fuck your act. prayers! Um, I, I can't. We're not. We're not going to do anything. As I went over last night, like. In this background checks. Background checks. Overwhelmingly popular with the American people. The, the response has been incredible and the. It would at least cut down or put more obstacles important in the way to committing an act like this. They aren't going to do it. They aren't going to do it. Um, there will obviously be many questions, and there will be... And good evening as we come on. Okay, so that this is national NBC cutting away from the local coverage. Another mass shooting just reported. Multiple law enforcement agencies rushing to St. Francis Hospital in Tulsa. An active shooter. And then they and then they cut their their national anchor off. Why didn't you leave us with the fucking local? Why didn't you leave us with the local coverage? Well, NBC. You fucked that one up. Other day in mass shooting USA. Let's talk about economics. The CEO of JP Morgan warns of an economic hurricane. Jamie Dimon, who is a piece of shit, told investors on Wednesday to brace for an economic hurricane pointing to the Fed and Russia's invasion of Ukraine. You know, I said there's a storm. I, you know, I said there's storm clouds, but I'm going to change that. It's a hurricane, Dimon said at a financial conference. That hurricane is right out there down the road coming our way, he added. We just don't know if it's a minor one or Superstorm Sandy. You have to brace yourself. 
Spanger said on a conference call in April that the U.S. was facing storm clouds on the horizon. I hope those things disappear and go away. We have a soft landing and the war is resolved. He told analysts at the time, I just wouldn't bet on all of that. Diamond cited two main factors while speaking at the Strategic Decisions Conference in New York. The Fed's decision to shrink its holdings of securities acquired under its quantitative easing program by up to $95 billion a month. Now, some of you might not know what that means. Quantitative easing was a program started under the Obama administration in response to the 2008 financial collapse. I'm oversimplifying here, but basically, it was the U.S. government giving banks free fucking money. Billions of dollars of free fucking money. So what he is upset about is that the government is going to stop subsidizing, and they're not even stopping it completely. They're just easing it back. They're not going to give the banks as much money. Fuck me. Rugged capitalism for all of us plebs out here, but these motherfuckers, they have the support of the government. It is a scam. It is a scam. And these banks just take and take and take from us. And if you do, if you want to know what quantitative easing is, Frontline, PBS's Frontline, did a fantastic, I think it's a two-part documentary. So it's like four fucking hours long on quantitative easing and why we haven't stopped it. And why every time the Fed wants to raise interest rates and pull back on quantitative easing, people like Jamie Dimon's like, Oh, no! No! We want our free ride! We want to boot off the government some more! These right-wing assholes want to talk about, like, people mooching off welfare and shit. You want to talk about welfare queens? Jamie Dimon is a welfare queen. But you know what else he is uh, referring to as an economic hurricane? It's the fact that workers have power. We're going to get into that here in just a little bit. I'm sure that's scaring the shit out of him. But first, let's hear from Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, who is conceding that she was wrong on the path that inflation would take. Speaking with CNN, I believe it was Wolf Blitzer. Certainly, as the president says, inflation is the number one domestic economic problem facing the United States right now. But it wasn't just the president who got it wrong a year or so ago. I want to play for you what you said about inflation last year. Listen to this. Is there a risk of inflation? Um, I, I think there's a small risk, and I think it's manageable. I don't anticipate that inflation is going to be a problem, but it is something that we're watching very carefully. Was it a mistake, Madam Secretary, to downplay this inflation risk? Did that? I'm just going to point out, like, 
all these old fucks keep being wrong about every fucking thing, and for some reason we keep trusting them. Hey, Janet Yellen, why don't you resign in disgrace for being this fucking wrong? You have one fucking job. You're the Treasury Secretary. Knowing how this shit works is your job. Contribute to the problems we're all seeing right now. Well, um, look, I, I think I was wrong then about um, the path that inflation um, would take. As I mentioned, there have been unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted uh, energy and food prices and um, supply bottlenecks that have affected our economy badly. Well, that and corporate greed. They took this opportunity to hike up their prices and make record profits. Uh, The Federal Reserve is taking the steps that it needs to take. It's up to them to decide what to do. And for our part, President Biden is focused on supplementing what the Fed does with actions we can take to lower the cost of Americans face for important um, expenditures they have in their budgets. Prescription drugs is one example. Uh, Health care costs, another example. Utility if only bills, there was something we could do um, to bring down health care costs and provide pass, coverage to um, everyone, huh? Some of the proposals uh, to boost the use of non-renewables, I think that can serve to... It, honestly, Ida, none of these motherfuckers know jack about anything. ...households face... He realizes we all realize. I was very unlucky in the fact that my very, very, very first college class way back when I was 18 was an economics class. And the very, 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 very first lesson that the professor gave was he came in and he said, here's why you want to legalize all drugs. And he made a very compelling argument from that point on. I thought economists knew what they were talking about. Turns out that dude just knew what he was talking about when it came to drugs. Economists don't know jack about fuck. What an important and huge burden inflation is placing on American households. We've all seen the gas prices explode over the past year here in the United States, and which is a real, real uh, problem, obviously, for so many but let me We've seen the revenue being taken in by uh, these oil companies explode. Why is that never mentioned? Larry Summers, a man you know well, said the Federal Reserve needs to do... Allow me to answer uh, my own question, because if you were watching CNN on a traditional uh, over-the-air service or a, a tabletop box or something like that, if you were watching on cable, or you would see commercials... You would notice that, like, United Petroleum or, or BP, ExxonMobil, they, they advertise. And they're not even advertising a product or anything. They're just buying ads on CNN. Like, ExxonMobil is committed to green energy in the future, blah, blah, blah. They're just buying that so CNN won't actually call out the oil companies so that they have some editorial control over the news that CNN covers. Some, uh, quote, considerable soul-searching right now about how badly they missed the gravity of the inflation problem. Is, is Larry Summers right? Look, I'm not... Larry gonna- Summers has never been right about anything. Um, ever. Ever. Clear that 
Larry Summers should be in a jail cell somewhere. I would that the Fed has the tools to bring inflation down, and that's his focus. You know, the Fed has a dual mandate. The economy is, I think it's fair to say, operating at full employment with the strongest job market in generations. Inflation's too high, and it's got to be brought down. Is it going to get worse in the short term? Well, um, yes. Core inflation has come down. Uh, It's still too high, but in recent reports, we have seen it move down, and that's an encouraging sign. But um, oil prices are high. Guy comment. I will take that into consideration. Wage war against Ukraine. Um, I can remember. Trying, and the Europeans are trying to. Um, address that and limit his ability to wage this war. Um, There can be impacts on energy and food prices that, um, you know, we can do everything we can domestically to control. The president has authorized historic releases um, of oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, but we can't rule out further shocks. So that means it's coming. Expect an economic crash right soon. right here on CNN, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. Ah, shut up. Once again, we're still in a strong job market, as she said. That's why you're seeing shit like this happen. Amazon workers walk out on the job at a warehouse in Belmar and Camden County. ...on strike for higher wages. It was part of a day-long walkout at a warehouse in Belmar, Camden County. Oh, this is in New Jersey? ...say Amazon plans to close this facility, and while Amazon is offering them shifts at other warehouses, those are not as close as this one to their homes. They're also concerned that veteran workers will be forced out and that newer employees can't keep up with the work. Amazon sent a statement to CBS saying the other facilities will offer better amenities for their employees. That's why you need a union. Can't just fire somebody willy-nilly if they're union. That's why we need worker co-ops, to be honest with you. Because worker co-ops don't fire their employees. You don't just shut down a plant and lay everybody off with a worker co-op. Worker co-ops never move their operations overseas. So good on you. I'm glad you guys walked out. Talk about how Amazon and Starbucks workers are upending the organizing rules. Workers are leading. Unions should support them or get out of the way. Workers are reaching out to our union in unprecedented numbers, said Alan Hansen, organizing director for United Food and Commercial Workers Local 400 in Washington, D.C., and they're coming to us in a way I've never seen. Checklist that staff organizers have, get a list, identify leaders, make sure the organizing committee is diverse and represents all departments and classifications. These workers are coming to us and they have already done all of that. I haven't had four successful worker-generated organizing campaigns in my entire career and we just had four in four months. At one of those shops, Union Kitchen... A D.C.-based grocery store, workers went on a three-day strike before their union was even certified. A level of militancy that seemed all but extinct, but has now begun uh, reappearing in nascent organizing campaigns. After the strike and before the election, four union kitchen activists were fired 
Hansen says a scorched earth union busting tactic that is usually the death knell for a certification vote, but workers voted overwhelmingly for their union anyway. People getting fired during a union organizing campaign isn't having the same impact it had in the past, Hansen said. Most of these workers are moving from one shitty job to another anyway, so they figure that they might as well organize to make them better while they are there. Union kitchen workers are just one small part of a much larger, larger organizing wave that is being spurred on by workers all across the country, including at Starbucks, Dollar General, Verizon retail stores, Trader Joe's, and Apple retail stores. According to the National Labor Relations Board, union elections were up 57% in the first half of 2022. Speaking of union-busting tactics, UAW is accusing GM of denying access to organized workers. The United Auto Workers Union is accusing a new General Motors joint venture of denying access to workers to conduct a preliminary organizing vote. GM leaders said in announcing the plant in 2019 that any organizing at such joint venture facilities would be up to workers to vote on. United Auto Workers Union is accusing a new General Motors joint venture of denying access to workers to conduct a preliminary organizing vote. UAW Vice President Terry Ditz, in a letter to union leaders on Tuesday obtained by CNBC, said leaders of the joint venture between GM and LG Energy Solutions called Ultium Cells, have flat-out rejected the union's proposal of a card-check agreement to organize. It said the agreement would allow union officials into the Joint Ventures Battery Plant in Ohio to collect organizing cards as one of the first steps to establishing UAW representation at the facility. The process has been agreed to by many employers for a smooth and peaceful recognition of the UAW, Ditz said in the letter. Ultium flat-out rejected those simple basic features of a card check recognition we proposed. UAW did not immediately respond for comment. GM referred questions to an Ultium spokesperson. I thought Ultium is where you went to buy fucking makeup or some shit. Confirmed the company has talked with the UAW about the process, but no agreement has been reached. Meanwhile, unionizing efforts have even extended into the video games industry. Drake, I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, like, I'm not doing streams the way other people are doing streams, right? So, I, I have prepared topics. I have shit that I'm running down. I put, like, an hour, hour and a half of work into the show before I come on. I do like another hour uh, or so afterwards clipping the show and shit. If you want me to do longer streams, make this my full-time job. Help me get bigger. I would love to devote uh, all of my uh, work hours to doing this. Instead of making corporate training videos, uh, doing like fucking YouTube top 10 videos. God damn. I did voiceovers for like three of those today. A little sample. 10 next level home automation ideas to have in 2022. 
Today you will learn of 10 automation ideas you can use at home from a couple of So, like, help me devote more of my time to doing this shit and not doing podcast editing, fucking social media videos for dentists. Oh, shit. Drake, thank you for the resub. I I will I will totally raid actual Jake. Hey, I I am not asking for your money. Just help me get bigger and the money will come. Unfortunately, I can't make any money from advertising on YouTube because I cuss too much. Every single video is demonetized because of that. Thank you. Thank you, Drake. Peace and love to you as well. Video gaming got its first major union. Now what? Raven Software's vote to unionize its QA team is historic, but getting Activision Blizzard to actually listen will require a lot more work. Because apparently Activision Blizzard is one of the most toxic work environments there are. It's May 23rd, clearly last week. And history is about to take place in Madison, Wisconsin. A group of game developers have gathered in person to await the results of a National Labor Relations Board election that will determine whether the quality assurance workers at Call of Duty developer Raven Software have the majority vote needed to unionize roughly two dozen employees under the behemoth known as Activision Blizzard. Beautiful day to unionize, says Jessica Gonzalez, a former Activision Blizzard employee who now works as a campaign organizer at Code CWA. A Twitter Spaces stream on May 23rd. It's taken months to get here, Gonzalez notes. Now it's just minutes before they'll learn whether employee efforts have been successful. Boom! Someone yells in the background while Gonzalez announces the official verdict. 19-4 and 3 against. We did it! We won our union. The window for Activision Blizzard to challenge those votes closed on May 31st. Raven Software's election results are now official, cementing a historic win for unions in the video game industry. Guy Comet, thank you for the resub. You guys are awesome. Mandy, I think I, I think I told you if you have Amazon Prime, you should create you a Twitch account and come over and use your free sub that you get every month. On me. And uh, I'm told the uh, the experience is better on the Twitch. So maybe maybe you might want to get... You get cool emotes on Twitch, too. That's just my Chris Dorner Appreciation Society. Uh, somewhere somewhere um, you have to go and you have to activate Prime Gaming on there. As I understand it. Drake, I, I do need to stop in and hang out with producer Dave Moore. Usually when you catch me, it's late at night after I've done all my other work. And usually it's I'm packing a bowl and I just pop on Dave. And then Dave's like, hey, Justin, you should jump on. And I'm like, you know what? I'll yell at some dumb fucks. Justin, welcome. You're cool. I oversleep quite often. Many a times I oversleep this fucking show. I apologize in advance. 
been a while since I missed a show, so it's it's bound to happen here coming up soon. Oh shit! At sometimes Twitch is incompatible with your internet in the boonies. Totally understand. But, but, if you have Amazon Prime and you're not using the Prime Gaming, totally go give me your money. Because, like, it's not going to cost you anything, and it's just, like, funneling money from Bezos to me. And then I can bash Bezos here on his channel. Fuck you, Jeff Bezos, I say, on a Bezos-owned platform. Yeah, it was in secret. They actually swore the motherfucker in in secret. And I think when we were reading the story yesterday, I'm like, oh, fuck. They're still swearing him in. They're just not holding the ceremony. Because of course they are. Fuck cops. All right, I really don't want to have to do this, but this is the big story everybody's talking about today. And also, there's a hell of a lot of misinformation going around. He should have the he should have the decency to resign in shame. He should have the decency to resign in shame. But he doesn't because he's a fucking if he had any decency, he wouldn't have been a cop in the first place. Oh God, I don't want to have to do it. I don't want to have to do it. I don't want to have to do it. Here we go. This is the only time I'm going to talk about this. I didn't want to have to bring it up with sparkles, but we we played the clip about pooping in the bed. We had to talk about that because everybody had to talk about that. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and their $50 million defamation suit explained by Vox. Also, Vox workers are getting ready to walk out. As long as we're still talking about unions. On Wednesday, June 1st, Johnny Depp won his defamation trial against Amber Heard. And Amber Heard lost most of her countersuit. But just to be clear, Depp won on two of the three counts. I believe it was three counts. Once again, I'm not paying attention to this. Heard won on one of her two counts in the countersuit. A stunning finish to the celebrity trial that has riveted the nation. Not me. Depp was awarded $17 million in damages, which the judge capped to $10.35 million. The jury awarded Heard $2 million, with the finding that former Depp attorney Adam Waldman had defamed her. So, the jury found that Amber Heard defamed Johnny Depp by calling him a wife beater, but not actually saying it by name. But then said that Depp's attorney defamed Heard. This is this is not a, a this is not a both of them are at fault thing, and I'm I'm sickened by the amount of people that are oh, I'm Team Johnny Depp because this has been a PR stunt. This has been a PR stunt to rehabilitate Johnny Depp. And, uh, uh, fuck, like, I'm going to show you something that's going to sicken you. 
I should have had this handy already. And organizations like the Daily Wire and other offshoot MRA organizations spent thousands of dollars promoting anti-Amber Heard propaganda. The conservative media outlet ran Facebook and Instagram ads for stories backing Johnny Depp. So the media has been 100% on Depp's side. And remember, remember, this motherfucker is almost like 20 years older than her. And he's one of the most famous actors in the world. So there is a power dynamic at play that is not being addressed. Even if they were mutually abusive, which I do not hold that position... Even if they were mutually abusive, he is still mostly at fault. Because he had the power dynamic. Fairfax County, Virginia trial of Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard has become a media sensation. Vanity Fair reported that as Court TV broadcast the trial, it doubled its daytime ratings. And we're going to get into that bullshit. Hashtags associated with the trial have repeatedly trended across Twitter as viewers watch and discuss the celebrity case of the year. Messiness, it's scandal, the glamorous movie star at its heart, and the question of what to believe and how much. This was a murky, perplexing trial. While it was technically a defamation trial over a newspaper article with Depp suing Heard, at its center was one big conflict. Amber Heard said Johnny Depp abused her, Depp said Heard abused him. So what's the truth? Strikingly, for our post-Me Too world, both the jury and the loudest voices on the internet overwhelmingly sided with Depp. That's despite the fact that Depp already lost one version of this case in the UK. While there's compelling evidence that violence came from both people in this marriage, it's far from clear that Heard was the primary aggressor. What Depp does have is the stronger public profile. Though it's been over a decade since he put out a true critical hit, he's been delivered enough. He's delivered enough acclaimed work over the course of his long career to earn himself a fair amount of goodwill. A statement heard attributed Depp's win squarely to that profile. I'm heartbroken that the mountain of evidence still was not enough to stand up to the disproportionate power, influence, and sway of my ex-husband. I'm even more disappointed with what this verdict means for other women. I'm not... I'm upset about what the public perception means for other women and the chilling effect it's going to have for people because, as I've said a million times over, the reason why MRA... uh, men's rights activists are promoting this bullshit is because they're like, see, see, men are victims too. Men are victims too. See, see, believe us, believe us. When, let me tell you, these statistics are overwhelming. Overwhelming. Over 90%. Over 90% of the time, the man is the perpetrator of violence and abuse. Even in cases where men were the victim, the overwhelming majority of perpetrators were men. So it's men abusing other men. That's why you should believe women when they come forward. Because the societal stigma is against them to come forward. Exactly, Scott Comet. They love playing victim. They love playing victim. 
Men can be victims too, but as I said, the statistics bore it out. Even when men are the victims, men are usually the perpetrators. Period. End of story. The star of hits like Edward Scissorhands, Donnie Brasco, and many, many Pirates of the Caribbean sequels, Depp has been nominated for three Oscars and been named People's Sexiest Man Alive twice. I don't see it. And I I had somebody on Grinder telling me that uh, I was still hot despite the fact that the Johnny Depp look was out. And I'm like, huh? Depp's film career declined over the course of the 2010s. His personal and financial troubles began. In 2017, Depp sued both his longtime business managers and his entertainment lawyer, claiming they had mismanaged his finances. Infamous Rolling Stone profile from this period paints Depp as a fading and diluted icon, cut off from reality by his money, his fame, and copious amounts of drugs. He is, Rolling Stone declared brutally, a punchline. Bankrupt, isolated, and one more mistake away from being blackballed from his industry. Heard, on the other hand, was just beginning to approach the point of becoming a household name. When she first met Depp on the set of The Rum Diary in 2009, at the time both were in relationships with other people. Over 20 years younger than Depp, over 20 years, shit, I thought it was less than 20 years. She had her first major job as a supporting character in the 2008 Judd Apatow stoner comedy Pineapple Express. When The Run Diary came out in 2011, it was a sign that she was entering a new phase of her career, playing the love interest of A-listers. From there, Heard went on to play major roles in 2015's Magic Mike XXL and The Adderall Diaries. And in 2017, she was cast in her biggest role to date as Mera, uh, the queen in DC Comics' Aquaman franchise. All this to say that when these two figures met and throughout their marriage, Johnny Depp was a known quantity to the American public. Amber Heard was very much not. Moreover, their relationship coincided with uh, with Depp's long and very public downward spiral. I can't even think of a Johnny Depp movie I like. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, maybe? But that's not because of Johnny Depp. And, like, seriously, like, Johnny Depp was not the best depiction of Hunter S. Thompson. Johnny Depp sued Amber Heard for defamation because of an op-ed she published in the Washington Post in 2018. In the op-ed headline, I spoke up up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. This has to change. Heard never mentions Depp, but she refers to herself as a public figure representing domestic abuse. Depp and his lawyers have argued, and the judge has agreed, that Heard is clearly implying that Depp abused her over the course of their year-long marriage. Heard first publicly accused Depp of domestic violence in May of 2016, when, days after filing for divorce, she requested and received a temporary restraining order on the grounds of domestic violence. Depp's lawyers promptly issued a statement saying that Heard was lying, attempted to secure a premature financial resolution by alleging abuse. I fuck Edward Scissorhands. That wasn't a good movie. Oh, is indeed good. <laughs> uh, I I like Blow. Uh, 
So let's hear from one of those uh, toxic. As oh, you were oh, oh, you were talking about the movie. My bad. My bad. I I was thinking of the substance, not the movie. I've not seen Blow. I don't think. This is the quartering. Or I I guess his name is actually Jeremy, isn't it? Jeremy from The Quartering reacting to the verdict. If you don't know who The Quartering is, he is a very toxic right-wing idiot. We, the jury, award compensatory damages in the amount of $10 million. Wait, why are they celebrating? Why are they celebrating? I don't understand. Why Why would that be something to celebrate? These mo- these motherfuckers have no bearing on your life whatsoever. Why are you celebrating this, this bullshit show trial? The uh, reading of the verdict, and uh, it was a resounding victory for Mr. Johnny. An absolute defeat for a... No, he is fundamentally representing or misrepresenting what actually happened. As we said, it was a split decision by the jury. So it was not uh, an absolute victory for Johnny Depp. A H and a uh, a shot across the bow uh, for liars everywhere. Uh, this was a net... You just lied! ...million dollar judgment... In Johnny's favor. Uh, absolute BTFO. They award $15 million in damages for Johnny, although there are statutory limits that, that lower that down slightly. But here you have... This motherfucker doesn't have a clue what he's talking he's about. ...in the defamation lawsuit awards $15 million in damages. Jurors just found AH liable in defamation trial brought by Johnny Depp, awarding him $15 million. Jurors reached the verdict Wednesday after six weeks of... He's not referring to her by her name. He's calling her A.H. What kind of weird fucked up bullshit is that? He's calling Johnny Depp Johnny as if he knows the motherfucker. He, he doesn't even dare to say the name of Amber Heard. ...of trial testimony in less than three days of deliberation. The jurors initially didn't fill out the damages form, which was <laughs> brutal to watch... Judge Penny, uh, who's overseeing the case, sent them back into the deliberation room to properly fill out the form. What they had forgotten was the actual amount. Once they forgot to, like, once... The I jur- think there the are some kind of allegations against Jeremy. Amount, it was pretty clear that Johnny had won. Um, he is completely vindicated in the eyes of the law. No, he's not. He's not. After, like, ACLU and the Washington Post, uh, this will bankrupt uh, AH for sure. Um, I'm going to give the forms back to you. She said the damages must be at least $1 up to whatever you feel they should be. Um, she told the attorneys representing them that they shouldn't go too far. Um, he, First of all, I don't want celebrities doing news outlets because they don't like stories. That's bullshit. I thought you were a free speech advocate. But no, no, no. Because the Washington Post reports the news... Gotta send a rich asshole after them. Jeremy uh, from the quartering, he's just a right wing blowhard. 
He's somewhat famous. I think he's been banned from YouTube. I think you actually have to go to BitChute or Rumble to actually see him. What really trips me out is I have a friend I went to college with, and Jeremy looks and sounds just like my friend from college. For a friend from college is cool, though. Yes, she was, of course. Now, the original lawsuit was for uh, $50 million. Getting $15 million and having her case utterly dismissed. Now, there was a $2 million award. Tones, uh, welcome. Adam Waldman, uh, him posting some defamatory statements. I mean, this is basically the the, t- the breakdown. Yeah, of- fuck Jeremy. So the the question was, you know, were the statements defamatory? Yes. Were they done in with actual man- malice, meaning like intending to damage him? Yeah. So JD won on count one. He won on count two. So weird that her op-ed where she doesn't even name million dollars Johnny Depp there is a cap there. was somehow defamatory uh, million, to Depp uh, in it for. Uh, I'm worried about the implications for free yes, fucking speech. Um, disparaging statements. Now, how will this be covered in the weeks to come? Certainly. I uh, Certainly, um, she will appeal. Hey, Jeremy, you've got the news right there in front of you where it says uh, that they sided with her on the counterclaim. Um, and, you know, and ultimately, you see, you know, jury members found that JD should be awarded $15 million while AH should get $2 million. There are statutory limits of like 350000 on one of them, I think so. Well, he did it to Johnny Depp that time. He called him by initials. Uh, so Johnny, after it's all said Maybe that's done. just something Jeremy does and wasn't... Wow. I mean, what a wild... Misogynistic thing. Been. Um, you know, it's 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 actually nuts. Um, you know, I thought it's been... It was doubly humiliating that uh, she sat there uh, in court and, and took that L. Um, but... You know, this this is uh, a landmark case. Uh, I was watching Nick and the others and basically saying that, like, uh, how is this a landmark case? There's no like single sewer of another sewer that's ever gotten this much, um, even after like the final, final amounts, which I think is, again, a net of eight million. I'm assuming that uh, Johnny spent about five million dollars on these lawsuits, but that's not important. Now the he question, probably spent more than that, Jeremy. To, who is he going to be able to take on to next? Because now that it's been overturned, will he return? Will he be offered a role in Pirates of the Caribbean? I suspect he will not. Will he? He said he doesn't want to do it. As far as I know, acting upon libelous statements, will he? Will his crusade go further, or will he just feel satisfied now? I mean, hey, for any one of us, eight million bucks is enough to never work again and live extraordinarily comfortably. Um, but it's it's interesting to me, you know, the reaction, of course, on this, um, you know, on, on Twitter, overwhelmingly uh, in in Johnny's favor. You see a lot of, you know, says says Richard Winton says um, AH owes a little over eight million dollars to Johnny. As he gets ten million plus three hundred fifty thousand in punitive damages, a five million dollar verdict is limited in Virginia, but she gets a two million dollar verdict. So it's whatever eight point six. The reason he is so adamant about siding with Johnny Depp, Magic the Gathering cosplayer quits over harassment, forcing wizards to speak up. 
Wizards of the Coast, the company behind popular trading uh, card game Magic the Gathering, is speaking up about harassment and cyberbullying after a popular cosplayer publicly left the community following months of alleged abuse from a YouTube user and his subscribers. So, um... They spoke about the harassment she suffered after Jeremy Hambly, a controversial YouTuber who is seen as a toxic member of the community and by other YouTubers and personalities, posted a degrading video about her and other cosplayers. Five million dollars. Now, of course... She's been saying it's a whole ordeal and, you know, it's just been so bad. Well, I feel sorry for Amber Heard. The jury of your peers did not agree with you. There were a lot of key moments in here. Um, But they did. They sided with her in the counter. So you have yet to say that, even though you had an article that said that up on the screen. Um, After the Washington Post. And that's that's one of the that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this is because all of the stories that you see, jury rules in favor of Johnny Depp. That's not exactly true. Disney, if that's possible. Uh, Warner, or whoever was behind Grindelwald or whatever, if it's possible. Um, you know, it, it's there's a lot of people uh, here that uh, fired him based on libelous statements. Uh, where You know, I don't know about you. I'm certainly happy... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The dude is 100% a toxic person. If you actually watch the trial, which I did not, but I'm, I'm familiar with some of the shit that came out, the dude is admitted to drug use and being a shit person. So why would Disney want him associated with their brand? Conclusion? And, um, and, and, you know... It's, it's, I don't know what to think. You know, I, let me tell you, let me tell you what to think, Jeremy. This is a piece that I, I felt needed to be read on air. The Vanity Fair yesterday, Monica Lewinsky's verdict on the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. We are all guilty. We are all guilty. Thank you, Monica. Unless you're a troglodyte, you've been exposed to something about the Depp versus Heard trial in the past few weeks. Like many, I have averted my eyes with guilty fascination, even as I've kept track of the defamation conflagration. As we all do nowadays, we watch or we read or we media gaze about these private-turned-public spectacles in bits and bites, fearing that the sheer rancor and vulgarity might leave a kind of virtual stench, or in my case, Worrying that prolonged viewing might be triggering. Don't know what I'm talking about? Google 1998. Or watch American Crime Story impeachment. They, most of us are consuming gossip, news, and entertainment news totally differently than we did in the days of yore. From the first televised trial of the Nazis' final solution architect Adolf Eichmann in 1961 to the dawn of court TV in the 1990s. Google the people of the state of California versus Orenthal James Simpson. 
My God, I I remember my teacher in sixth grade turning that shit on the TV in the classroom and her fucking jaw fell to the floor when he was found not guilty. We have sampled website, uh, we have sampled mediated accounts of the trial on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook through memes, video clips, and TikTok nuggets. Our consumption, therefore, has tended to be biased, curated, and cursory. What's more, we have become so attuned to this narrow, cynical cycle of social media encounters that we consider the trial not tragic or pathetic, but as a pure car wreck. Accessible, tawdry, and immediately gratifying. We dispense with critical thinking and substitute the cheap thrill. Such scattershot consumption hasn't allowed for real comprehension. Instead, we experience only apprehension, knee-jerk outrage, and titillation. It's like going to the opera and reading a couple of translated subtitles, but not understanding Italian. And despite whatever else this is, it is a soap opera. In this perfunctory, voyeistic way, I grazed through the testimonies, through cross-examination, through summation, observing not the trial, but distorted shadows of the trial as reflected through the lenses of friends and pundits and weirdos. And the queasier I felt about this behavior, even if millions of others were doing the same, the more I came to realize that distortion, not objectivity, has evolved into an acceptable... uh, She's, she's done a fantastic job of throwing the thesaurus at me in this fucking piece, but I have no fucking clue what she just said. Lingua Franca? Lingua Franca. A language that is adopted as a common language between speakers whose native languages are different. Lingua Franca. Lingua Franca. Monica, you are a badass. There is another complicating factor at play because the trial has also been available live on our screens. We think subconsciously that we have a right to look and watch, to judge, to comment. We end up with this confusing cultural crossover of watching two people whom we are used to seeing as actors acting on a screen in a setting, a courtroom, where we would normally expect them to be assuming their characters' roles. The blurring of public figures and private lives can do a number on us as bystanders, as an audience. We end up being torn between our parasocial relationships with celebrities. We identify with them. We pretend that, gee, we actually know them. Kind of like the quartering did with Johnny Depp. And our need to see, because you, you, you could tell fucking Jeremy was a huge Pirates of the Caribbean fan. Our need to see public personalities taken down a notch or two and taken down publicly so as to make our wounded selves feel better in comparison. Aldous Huxley put in a brave new world, we are hooked on a soma, a drug that we think is making us feel better but is actually numbing us. And courtroom porn does just the trick. Thank you, Monica. I encourage you to read the rest of the piece in Vanity Fair. But now, while many right-wing outlets are heralding the Johnny Depp verdict, 
apparently, you know, juries can get it wrong. This is according to Jonathan Turley on behalf of Fox News. Talking about the Sussman trial. Apparently, Turley thinks that the jury got it wrong. Guilty of lying to the FBI, but despite that acquittal, the trial was revealing. Jonathan Turley, George Washington University law professor, Fox News contributor with me now. Sir, good morning to you. Watching a lot of what you were writing yesterday, a lot of what you were tweeting yesterday as well. Uh, Did the jury get it right or not? You know, first of all, I do think there are good faith reasons why the jury might not have found that all the elements were satisfied. But I don't believe that the jury because got the charge was bullshit to begin with. And I believed it was material uh, to the investigation. Uh, many of us had raised concerns over no, the no, no, course no. of this trial. Sussman, Sussman did not lie. Sussman told the FBI that he was coming with the information about Alpha Bank, not as a member of the Clinton campaign, which he wasn't at the time. He did it of his own accord, and there's at least a reasonable doubt. That's the that's the standard. A reasonable doubt. There was at least a reasonable doubt in the jury's mind that he lied. Period. About the judge's rulings. I mean, the judge narrowed uh, the scope of potential evidence and arguments that could be raised by the prosecutors. Uh, they were also facing what I think no one could seriously argue uh, it was not a very favorable jury for the defense. You know, you had three uh, Clinton donors, an AOC donor, even had a one juror whose daughter was serving on the same team with Sussman's daughter. I think the judge did commit errors uh, in allowing a couple of those jurors to be seated, but this was a unanimous verdict. Uh, at the, I agree. Mox, I don't know what happened to Turley. I don't know if he was uh, on the flight logs for Epstein Island like Alan Dershowitz. I don't know if he was involved in some bullshit with Trump. I don't know what the fuck happened to this dude. The end of the day, uh, I think that the jury got it wrong. I think the evidence was quite uh, compelling and clear, uh, but ultimately my view doesn't count in terms of that verdict. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't. Two things with you here. In 2016, voters in Washington, D.C. chose Hillary Clinton 91% to 4% (laughs) over Donald Trump. I I read that and I say, well, why don't you move the trial or or did they press for moving the trial out of Washington, D.C.? And then you've got the Wall Street Journal that comes up with this final conclusion, right, on the Sussman trial, the verdict. We learned that Hillary Clinton personally approved leaking the false claim to a reporter that is an opinion piece we did the press report approvingly just on that point how could that be significant down the road if at all well that's why i called this a nightmare jury pool for the prosecutors now they can sometimes face the same problem obviously in conservative jurisdictions uh but at 91 percent this was just nine percentage points away from picking a jury out of the DNC headquarters uh, from the perspective of the prosecutors. That doesn't mean that these Jesus cannot be impartial, but I think anyone would reasonably say that this was one of the least favored jurisdictions. 
Now, most people would reasonably say that the Durham probe is bullshit. Spent three years investigating the investigators. All he was able to come up with was lying to the FBI. By the way, by the way, Trump did the same fucking thing, was never tried for it. Oh. Reasonable people would be like, hey, the whole thing is bullshit, but hey, you're a paid propagandist for Fox News. Let's have a palate cleanser tonight. Comedian JP Sears is going to tell us how to think like a leftist. Let's find out how to think like a leftist. Say you're a normal person who wants to become a leftist. Great. Sounds like a good step of personal development to me. But you might run into problems trying to learn how to think like a leftist. Because with leftist logic that lacks any rooting and rational... There's not leftist logic, and I hate people like J.P. Sears who uses the word logic without knowing its meaning. You're talking about logic while committing a straw man logical fallacy. Thought, integrity, or self-awareness, you can be left confused and unable to grasp their unique thinking methods. That's why I'm going to walk you through a very clear flow chart that'll show you exactly how to think like a leftist. So you can too. It's pretty simple. Let's start from the beginning. Okay. Now you got to know how to contemplate some key questions and political hot topics. So let's start with this. My body, my choice. Is that a true or a false statement? Okay. Well, are we talking That's a about true baby inside of your body? Yes. Babies aren't inside of bodies. Babies have been born. It is not a killing. It is the termination of a pregnancy. So you're not killing a baby. Yes. Well, then my body, my choice is a true statement and always is because it's your body. Nobody else should ever have any say in the matter. So congratulations. You're on your way to thinking like a leftist. But let's just say no. So, so, so once, again, once again, talking about logic while violating the rules of logic is one of my biggest pet peeves. If you follow me on Twitter, you know this is a pet peeve of mine. And also, I love it when idiots try to call me out on ad hominem. Ad hominem is when you use a personal attack as supporting evidence, not when I prove you wrong with a sound cogent argument and then call you a fucking moron. We're not talking about killing a baby inside your body. Well, are we talking about injecting a very profitable pharmaceutical product into your body? Yes, we are. Well, then you should have no say in the matter because it's your body, someone else's choice. So my body... Nobody was forced to inject anything into their body except except maybe like people that are in the military. The, the vaccine mandate was always a testing mandate that you could opt out of by getting a vaccine. You do not have a right to infect other people. 
My choice is a false statement, which would have you thinking even more like a leftist now. Now that we solved that one, let's take a peek at how you can look at any incident and decipher, is it an insurrection? Are you being led into the Capitol building by a security guard? Yes. Well then, it is an insurrection and those bastards should spend a year and a half in prison as political prisoners because they're insurrectionists. Honey, honey, honey. You are thinking like a leftist. Okay, now let's say, no, you're not going into the Capitol building. Well, are you storming the Supreme Court and protesting outside the homes of judges, even though that no one stormed the Supreme Court. And guess what? The Supreme Court ruled that protest outside of uh, private citizens' homes is perfectly acceptable. It is very weird that you talk about letting people in the Capitol building because that didn't happen, JP. That didn't happen. This is what happened. Are they being let into the Capitol building by security or are they breaking down a window? Oh, Jesus. That carries a one-year jail sentence? Yes, you are. Okay, well, that's different because it's much worse, which makes it better. So, no, that is not an insurrection because you're just trying to overthrow the justice system of the U.S. No, they're protesting their rights being taken away. Now let's see how the leftist mind thinks about this question. Is freedom of speech dangerous? Well, is it free speech being used by the media to propagate dangerous narratives that harm? By the way, these are called loaded questions. Also, logical fallacies. They contain presuppositions. Is freedom of speech dangerous? Yes, it actually is. That's why we put restrictions on speech. Like, you can't yell fire in a crowded movie theater. Does that infringe on your speech? Arm people? Yes. Well, then, no, freedom of speech is not dangerous. Because you're thinking, well, I have an animal video, curiouser. Used by the media. No. Well, is it being used by ordinary citizens as it is their constitutional right to do so, to share information so they can make decisions based Honey, 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 you do not have a constitutional right to use Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. That is not how free speech works. You are an idiot. Right-wingers are morons on their own free will? Yes. Then yes, freedom of speech is always dangerous and should be banned. Because you're thinking like a leftist. All right, next. Should you virtue signal at all times, even when you have no idea what you're virtue signaling about? Dude, what? where are we at right here? 331? Certified awake. Your own line of merchandise is nothing but virtue signaling. That's what you do. You signal your virtues to the people who consume your product. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Now for a wild card. 
Should you stand with the LGBTQ flag because that community means more to you than anything else? Yes. I don't stand for any fucking flag. Well, should you stand with Ukraine at the same time? Yes. Then for maximum virtue signaling points, should you alter the LGBTQ flag to include Ukraine colors? What? Yes. You'd have to be a moron not to. And the fuck are you talking about? In Ukraine, and therefore Ukraine is against the LGBTQ community, do you continue to virtue signal for both at the same time? Answer, uh, I don't know what you're talking about because you sound racist right now. Yes, you should stand for both. Congratulations, you're thinking like a leftist. Now let's think about this question. I'm so fucking confused. Yes, all people are racist. No exceptions. Pretty straightforward and nuanced. Well, then. Racism is everywhere. Now we're usually talking about systematic racism that's kind of built into the system. But even I myself, as woke as I appear to be, say racist shit. Quite frequently, actually. And does that mean you're racist? No. Why? Because everyone is racist except me. Makes sense. From there, do you agree? What? What? So I just said the opposite of what he said a leftist would think. With Joe Biden, who's white, when he says you should judge people based on the color of their skin, not the content of their character. Yes. They love that MLK quote. They love nothing else about MLK. Never mention anything else about his politics. Agree with Martin Luther King Jr., who's black, when he says the opposite, which is you should judge a person based on the content of their character, not the color of their skin. I disagree with Martin Luther King Jr., who's black. Okay. Then why do you agree? Wow. Wow. No, you disagree with Martin Luther King Jr. I'm sorry. Answer? Everyone is racist except me because I think like a leftist. Make sense? And now for the age-old question, do masks work? Yes. Yes. Therefore, you should always wear one. You gotta respect the science. But do masks really work? Yes. Yes, but also no. But must not also no, they have an efficacy rate. Therefore, you must always Do seat belts always work? No. Do seat belts cut down on deaths from car crashes? Yes. Wear one too, because out of the line. My body, my choice is a false statement, as we've already established. People should have no say whether they wear one or not. Okay, now back here. Do masks work? Yes. Yes! Are you Fauci? Yes! Are you hanging with celebrities and you want them to see your ugly face so you can feel significant? Yes. Okay, well... At an outdoor event... Yes, they do. Everyone was surely vaccinated. My body. And he still probably should have been wearing a mask. Enjoy wearing your mask in your car by yourself to protect you from yourself because you're thinking like a leftist. Is it fascism or is it democracy? Now, these are two very different forms of governing. So this You guys hate democracy. You literally hate democracy. Is it fascism or democracy? Well, is it a conservative talking? 
Yes. Then it's clearly fascism and we must destroy freedom of speech in order to save our democracy. Okay, another scenario. I can't even, I can't even begin. Conservatives usually are talking some fascist bullshit. You guys hate democracy. You tell me that all the fucking time. We're not actually a democracy. We're a republic. Scenario. Free speech. Conservative talking. No, it is not. Well, is someone using threats, intimidation, and violence to silence the opposition? Yes. Conservatives do that all the time. Yes. Then it's clearly fascism. Back here. Is it Hitler doing the threats, intimidation? Is it Elon Musk doing it? Is it Trump doing it? Is it you doing it? Yes. Well, then it is a necessary aspect of a democracy being used to save our democracy. Thank God for you being a leftist. Now, as a leftist, if there's one thing you love more than lockdowns, it's fear-mongering about the climate crisis. But here's the question you got to learn how to think through. Is the climate crisis severe enough that ice caps will melt immediately? Are you a normal person? Oh my god, these fucking idiots! I've had to point this out many, many, many times. They love to take, like, specific predictions from, say, an inconvenient truth from, like, 2006 and be like... Oh, Al Gore said there'd be no polar ice in the summer of 2020, and that's not true, so everything must be wrong. Oh, my God. Yes. Well, then, the climate crisis is severe. The ice caps are melting immediately, and cities will be underwater soon unless something drastically changes. That is true. They're melting right now person no okay exactly you can show a comparative map yes do you continually fear monger about the severity of the climate crisis yes oh well then go ahead and buy that 12 million dollar beachfront estate on martha's vineyard that you already purchased because the climate crisis is not severe therefore there's obama is going to be able to sell that property (laughs) and now you're thinking about climate change Uh. Another scenario. Climate crisis severe. Are you a normal person? No. Are you Obama? No. Are you Bill Gates? Yes. Do you continually fear monger about the severity of the climate crisis? Answer, yes. Oh. Well, then go ahead. It's weird that JP constantly fear mongers about, you know, woke culture. It'll be underwater because the climate. An actual made up. Okay, one more time. Climate crisis. Are you a normal person? No. Are you Obama? No. Are you Bill Gates? Also, no. Well, are you Al Gore? Yes. Well, then the climate crisis is severe and the ice caps have already melted and all the coastal cities are already underwater since 2016 as you predicted they would be in an inconvenient truth see 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 no 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 but this motherfucker has no idea about like venice 
being flooded like six months out of the year or like flooding in Miami during completely sunny days. No, you've got no fucking clue about that, do you, JP? You have no clue about ExxonMobil raising its, its oil platforms or the U.S. Navy raising their naval bases. You don't know anything about that bullshit and you depend on the stupidity of your followers. This like a leftist. We really couldn't be more cut and dry. Now we live in very divided times and you'll regularly encounter people who have different perspectives than you. But how can you- We live in divided times because idiots like yourself think you have a platform to spew bullshit. Yes, that got scrunched. Then you are right and they are wrong in this situation. Not done yet. What about this? Do they have good science, integrity, and morals behind their perspectives? Yes. Okay, so they have science, integrity, and morals behind them, but are you mentally ill? Oh, you're offended that I asked? What? Yes, you are mentally ill, therefore you are right and they are wrong in this situation. Okay, let's go back here. They got science, yes. Are you mentally ill? Oh. You're not offended that I asked. Cool. But are you rage crying? Yes. Oh, you are mentally ill. Therefore, you are right and they are wrong in this situation. And now you're well on your way to having your brain washed in leftist logic. All right, and finally, let's get ready. And I love that. I love the whole rage crying bullshit. Remember, uh, what was a week ago, two weeks ago, we had our friend John Pitt call in and I spent another hour just smacking down just lying bullshit after, after lying bullshit. And then we get to the, we get to the end of the call and he said something incredibly racist and I hung up on him and yelled at him. He's like, see, you got mad. I won. You didn't win. You didn't say anything fucking intelligent. I shouldn't have spent fucking an hour talking to your dumb ass. You never say anything intelligent. You're wrong about fucking everything. And like, it's, it's a burden on the rest of us. RB, I have some weed left, but I'm saving it for after the show. So my apologies that I'm not hitting it. Ready to shut down all the science deniers out there. Cause we're going to answer this question. Can men get pregnant? Answer, yes, men can get pregnant. The only yes, men can. is a few men who suffer from rare infertility problems. That's great and very scientifically sound. And because men can get pregnant, should men have a say on abortion? Answer, absolutely no If it's their fucking body, they should. Why not? Answer, only women should have a voice in the matter because... Men can get pregnant. Don't be an idiot. Okay, but are you Bill Gates? Like even leaving off people who transition, there are people born with XY chromosomes and a uterus. That happens, JP. You're an idiot. Yes, you are Bill Gates. Well then, yes, men can get pregnant because you already look pregnant, Bill. And that pretty much solves the riddle if men can get pregnant or not because... The riddle? Thinking like a leftist. And that's it. Now you're thinking like a leftist. It's kind of like a... Yeah, if it's your uterus, it's your decision. You and your healthcare provider. That's who it should be up to. It's pretty straightforward. Enjoy having your mind function like this. 
Any questions? Well, see, here's the thing, is you just committed logical fallacy after logical fallacy in order to construct your little narrative. This is why I call right-wingers morons. But it takes me a hell of a long time to explain why you were wrong on all that bullshit than it does for you to get up there and say that to your ignorant-ass followers. Hey there, my friend. I would be honored if you joined me on my Awaken Warrior newsletter. Jesus fucking Christ. connected in the threat of growing censorship. The threat of growing censorship. What did he say about fear-mongering? But I guess because he does it calmly... I guess because he does it calmly, he's not rage-crying. Jesus Christ. You can't take out a life insurance policy on a fetus. Can't you can't collect social security benefits on a fetus. Cuz the government doesn't legally consider them a person. Just saying. Well, if you stuck around through all of that, you get your animal video. Uh, You get big kitties meowing and roaring and purring. I'm sorry that was an awful palate cleanser. I I was expecting it just to be me mocking a dumb fuck. That's what I was expecting. (coughs) So here's your actual palate cleanser. You get some big kitties. Remember what I always say. If, uh, if, if they found me dead trying to pet a big kitty, I died doing what I love. Not as he'll say, like, man, penis, woman, vagina, that's science. That's, that's the, that's the science that he believes in. A rudimentary understanding of fifth grade biology. That's the science. Oh, I'm sorry, Mox. I did not see your your uh, weed thing. Fucking shit. Well, stick with me here. You redeemed it. I've got I've got to I've got to do it. I do indeed have some left. So allow me to pack a bowl. What you whining about? You sound like uh, Maynard of a morning. I'm d- I'm getting ready to fucking fight. I'm getting ready to fucking fight with Maynard of a morning. God damn, he is constantly, constantly <coughs> waking me up first thing of a morning. Seven o'clock, eight o'clock. Meow, 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 meow. I come in here and feed the fucker, and he still does it. Socks and I were cuddled up. It was so sweet. Maynard just running around the bed. Meow, 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 meow. Fuck off, dude. Stop doing that shit. RB, I say it all the time. Conservatives are being silenced. Why don't they shut the fuck up? They never shut the fuck up. They're constantly yakking. 
Alright, since Sky Comet recommended it, you're going to raid actual Jake. I usually raid channels that are smaller than mine or comparable size. Try to keep it in the community. Actual Jake has a pretty big channel. I think they I think they shouted me out during the uh, during the Matt Walsh incident. We'll go we'll raid actual Jake watching on Twitter. Be sure to go in, show them all kinds of troll emotes. Get me some followers. Love you guys. Go ahead. Light one up. Tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin'. We will see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol. Live. <laughs>